Welcome to the Christian Writers Workshop, the podcast that gives you the tools you need to turn your writing and publishing dreams into reality. Here is your host, award-winning author and speaker, Michelle Lazurek. Welcome to episode six of the Christian Writers Workshop. Today we're going to be talking about a passage that I came across in the book of Matthew. And I think it's really pertinent to us, not only as writers, but also as Christians as well. Now, I have to apologize. I haven't, it's been a while since I've done one of these recordings. Uh, life kind of got in the way. Um, we had a, we got a new dog. Um, we have a new car. Uh, we were having a lot of issues with our car, and which caused us to have to buy another one. Uh, we had some health issues, um, just some flu and things that were going around. And uh, my children had some, a lot of activities this month that have kind of taken me away from doing my writing and my recording here as a podcast. And I know when I get into that busy time and seasons of life, which happens to us all, I realize how easy it is for me to put aside what God is calling me to do because I feel like something else is more important than what I feel God's calling me to do. And so I oftentimes I'll put it aside. And a lot of times like that illness or um, other life circumstances get in my way and it's so easy for me to think, that what I have to do isn't as important. It's easy for me to kind of cast that aside. And I also know when I start to get into that rut where I'm kind of distant from my writing and not really fulfilling my purpose, I can feel a bit like falling into that trap of comparison where other people I'm looking on Facebook and looking at other people's feeds, seeing that other people are getting book contracts during this time or somehow their careers are moving forward and mine isn't. And so I feel like sometimes that what I'm doing isn't enough, that uh, my time and resources that I have just isn't big enough and that I really want to see my career move forward. And sometimes God has other plans for me in that waiting period. And there are times of waiting for all of us in every season of life. Not everything in my writing career is going to move forward all the time. There are times when there's going to be lulls and Um, Right now, I have a couple of book projects out that uh, will take a long time before I know whether they are going to be accepted by publisher or not. And there may be times when I submit those things, wait months, and then find out that they were rejected after all. So in those moments, it's easy for me to think, well, maybe I should quit. Maybe I should not be doing this. Maybe there's other things that are worth my time more than this. And I just want to encourage you, if you're someone out there who... um, is starting on this writing journey, who maybe feels like they can't move forward, maybe they feel like the platform that God's given them isn't big enough, or the resources or the time that they have isn't big enough, um, I just want to encourage you with this. As I was kind of getting back into my um, disciplines of reading my Bible, I have ebbs and flows with that too, and there are times when I'm really connected to God and I'm reading and praying, there's other times when I'm really distant and I'm not really reading like I should. And I was getting back into it, and I came across uh, Matthew chapter 14, and God kind of revealed and kind of reminded me of um, a particular phrase in this passage. And I think it's, this is the only, the Matthew recording of this is the only one that uses these words in the passage. But it's the account of Jesus' miraculous multiplication of the loaves and fishes for the disciples. And it's found in Matthew chapter 14. Um, Starting in verse 15, it says, As evening approached, the disciples came to him and said, This is the remote place, and it's already getting late. Send the crowds away so they can go to the villages and buy themselves some food. 
Jesus replied, they do not need to go away. You give them something to eat. We have here only five loaves of bread and two fish, they answered. And then he says in verse 18, bring them here to me, he said. And he directed the people to sit down on the grass. Taking the five loaves and the two fish and looking up to heaven, he gave thanks and broke the loaves. Then he gave them to the disciples and the disciples gave them to the people. They all ate and were satisfied. And the disciples picked up 12 basketfuls of broken pieces that were left over. And the passage, the phrase that I want to focus on is verse 18. that says, bring them here to me. God wants what we have. What little we think we have that isn't enough for God. He wants us to give to him. Bring it here to me, he says. Now the disciples were worried. They saw the large crowds that had already started to form. They know that God had already, in the verse before, in verse 14, it talks about he had compassion on them, began to heal the sick. He was already meeting their needs, and now they have this, this yet another need, which is that physical need of hunger. And I think the disciples just thought, we don't have enough. We, it's not that they didn't want to help them. I think they just felt like, we'll go send them away and let them get some food. And Jesus says, no, you, they don't need to go away. You give them something to eat. Now, he, now Jesus must have known that there wasn't a lot of food to go around. And obviously the disciples knew that. I believe in one of the accounts, he asked them to go and see and count how much they actually have. And then they come back to him and say, we only have, you know, five loaves and two fishes. And so Jesus wants us to give what we have to him, whether it feels like a little or we have an abundance of something, whatever we have, he wants us to be willing to give it to him. The disciples didn't think they had enough to give to the crowd. But Jesus knew if the disciples were just willing to give what they had, that he would miraculously multiply it. And yes, I know that the, the passage is obviously to show Jesus' miraculous work in giving glory to his Father in the, in the multiplication of that. But there were a couple things that I noticed that kind of jumped out at me as I was rereading this that I wanted to see if we can apply to us as writers. Because so often we think what little we have is not enough. And it's not that we don't want to write for God. It's not that we don't want to give him glory or let the message of the gospel be spread. But we just think we don't have enough. Whether that's time, whether that's resources, whether that's money, whatever it may be. Oftentimes, Jesus just wants us to be willing to give us, give him what little we have. So the first thing I see in this passage is that we need to take initiative. I love the disciples. He says to them, you go give them something to eat. And after they're able to do that, they take the steps necessary to find out how much food they have. What steps can you be taking as a writer to further your career? What steps could you be taking that God might be asking you to give to him? Maybe it's just carving a little bit of time out each day. Maybe you feel like, wow, well, I have a job. I'm not, I can't do this full time. There are other life circumstances that are getting in my way. And I just don't think I have the time to be able to, do, to dedicate to my writing. What little step could you take? What risk or initiative could you take where you could carve out a little bit of time? Maybe it means not watching an extra TV show. Maybe it means you know, carving out 30 minutes of your day. Maybe it means going into a quiet spot, maybe how, despite how quiet your house may or may not be, finding a small space for yourself. And just going there and reflecting and just seeing if there's anything God has that he wants to speak to you about and being willing to write that down on paper. 
Jesus had, knew he had the means. He knew he had an intimate connection with his father and that his father would be faithful in multiplying and feeding each person who came. Jesus knew that he wasn't afraid. He wasn't afraid he didn't have enough, but he was willing to give what he had and allow his father to multiply it, allow him to be able to do that work and give his father the glory. Maybe it's 300 words. Maybe it's one blog post you can do a month. Or maybe it's a book project. Maybe it's something bigger. Maybe it's been sitting in your desk drawer for years and you just don't think, I don't have the time to finish this. Or maybe you're doubting yourself. Maybe you think, what I have is not enough. There's that doubt that creeps in. And you think, maybe God called the wrong person. I'm just not equipped or I'm not qualified or I'm not the person that's going to be able to bring this book project to fruition. And I just want to encourage you. We've all been there. And we all have ideas where God is speaking and he wants us to be obedient. And if we take those steps necessary, God will multiply it and he will do what he needs to do to make sure that that message gets spread throughout the world as he sees fit. So that's the first thing. The second thing is to be grateful. What I love about this is that Jesus takes what the disciples give him, which is that five loaves and two fish, obviously not enough to feed the large crowd that had gathered. And he looks up to heaven and he gives thanks and he breaks those loaves. He's thankful. He never, he never stops giving thanks to God for what he's doing. We need to be grateful for that. What has God done in your writing career so far that you can be grateful for? Maybe you have signed a contract that you never thought you'd sign. Be grateful for that. That's wonderful. But maybe you're just starting out. Maybe you have a blog. And maybe you don't have a lot of subscribers and you think, well, maybe I'm just fooling myself. No one's really reading it anyway. Be grateful for the blog post you have written. Be grateful for the two subscribers you have rather than the zero that you had two months ago. Be grateful for what God is doing now, in the moment. Never stop giving thanks for what God is doing and what he continues to do in your future. So often I think we don't have because we don't ask. And we want to be thankful for what God has given, but we also want to be bold and approach the throne and ask God to give us that territory, give us that message Give us that means to spread that message. Spread his message. If you have a passion, something, a topic that you're really passionate about, but you don't quite know how to get there, ask God. There are doors that have opened in my career that I cannot for any moment take for my own credit. There's zero way that I could ever take credit for what God has done. The doors that he has opened for me, the opportunities that have literally fallen in my lap, all because I was obedient, I took steps, and I've always been content and grateful for what God is doing right now in this moment. If you're writing because you want to make millions of dollars, or you're writing because you want to be famous, check your spirit. That is not the reason why we need to be writing. We need to be writing because we want to spread the gospel message. If you're doing it with the right motives, God will multiply what he's given you. But you have to be obedient. You have to take those steps. And maybe they're baby steps, but take those steps necessary. Carve out that time, write that a little bit, one chapter, half a chapter of that project. Write that blog post, write that article, see what God will do with it. What do you think you can do with 30 minutes of your time today? 
that will help spread the gospel throughout his kingdom and further his kingdom for his glory. The last thing is to be willing to meet that need. Something that kind of jumped out at me that I didn't see before in this account was he says, it says, he directed the people to sit down on the grass. He looks up to heaven, gives thanks, breaks the loaves. Then he gave them to the disciples and the disciples gave them to the people. Jesus partnered with his disciples, teaching them how to do the miracles that God wanted to be done. We are able, from the Genesis account all the way through, God partners with people who don't think they haven't are enough. And he partners with them and he allows them, he works within them to do his work. Jesus could have easily have given out the food himself. He didn't need the disciples. He didn't need to give it to the disciples. And the disciples distributed it. He could have given it himself. But he didn't. He partnered with the disciples and he partners with us. He wants to partner with you and he's asking you, what can you do today? What am I asking you to do today with your work? That if you take that step and if you're content and you're grateful for what God is doing, that he can take and he can multiply. So that takes me to the practical application of this podcast. What one thing can you do today? I know it's often a question that I ask on these podcasts, but I think it's a poignant one. What can you do? What one step can you take today to further your writing career? What time do you need to carve out? What sacrifices do you need to make? So often our lives are so tied down and busy with other activities that if we just say no to some things, we'll actually have the time that we need to dedicate to our writing. What can you do today? If you had 30 minutes today to do something with your writing, what would you do? That's all for today. Happy writing. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Christian Writers Workshop. Don't forget to connect with Michelle online at www.michellezurich.com. Join us again next week and find out how to turn your writing and publishing dreams into reality.